When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show. This is the preview between UVA and the Miami Hurricanes. They're going to clash on Saturday, 3.30, down there at the Hard Rock Stadium that holds 65,000 fans at Miami Gardens, Florida, man. 3.30 p.m. this Saturday as the Wahoos look to to continue their winning streak, two straight victories after starting out 0-5. Got their first ACC win versus North Carolina last week in which North Carolina was a heavy favorite, 20-plus, ranked in the top 10. And UVA came, UVA came off the bye week and, and got the, uh, the upset victory while Miami is coming off a victory versus Clemson. They beat them in double overtime. So they improved to 5-2. and two. Both teams are 1-2. and two. In the ACC, and last year they had that uh that thriller of a game where nobody could score, in which Miami won fourteen to twelve. It was a four overtime game between the Wahoos and the Hurricanes last year. But before we get started, man, as always, gotta salute the sponsors. Go to Aver Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people are able. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. If you need an affordable policy and your, your driving record ain't that good, Abel will definitely take care of you, man. Go to AberInsurance.net, tell them the ball hawk sent you, and they would definitely bless you with a policy that is very affordable for you. And if you want to reach any of my content, as always, go to AmarHawkins.com. Uh, but this podcast is definitely located on Believe Network, as you see. So go to the Believe Network, that's B-L-E-A-V dot com to find the Ball Hawk Show and plenty of other dope podcasts, man. So let's jump right into it. You know, I don't like the previews to be that long. We're getting right to the business. Give you some storylines for this game. Virginia's coming off their first ever road victory over a AP top 10 opponent as they defeated number 10, then number 10, North Carolina, 31 to 27 last Saturday in Chapel Hill. The Cavaliers was recognized as the Cheez-It National Team of the Week, and head coach Tony Elliott was named the Bobby Dodd Award Coach of the Week for his for their historic victory. And look, man, that, that Cheez-It National Team of the Week award, it come with Cheez-It, so I need some Cheez-Its. Let me get some. Man, in my household, we like Cheez-Its. So, yo, Coach Elliott, let me get, let your boy, let me get some Cheez-Its, man. I heard they sent a lot of Jesus. Um, Miami is receiving votes in both the AP and the AFCA coaches poll after his 28 to 20 overtime victory over Clemson last week of uh, Virginia's five final five opponents. Two are nationally ranked. That's uh, Louisville, which is 18 right now and Duke. And then three have at least five wins. Like, so 
we already talked about early in the year, like UVA's schedule has been been one for the ages. Like it ain't been an easy schedule. And they've led in pretty much every game except for the Tennessee game, if I'm not mistaken, that's the only game they didn't lead in. Yeah. So I mean, so realistically, UVA's two and five. I feel like they should be five and two. If they knew how to finish. And you gotta crawl before you walk. And last week demonstrated that they showed that they can definitely uh, finish because they had to. The bas- the, I was about to say basketball. Salute to Coach Bennett and the basketball team. That's why I said basketball because they just had their the, the, the ACC media day and stuff. Uh, but last week, the football gods wanted to make sure that UVA had to finish because Mike Hollins was like right there of getting his fourth touchdown. Iron Mike had three. He was about to get four. The ball just popped out. And then Sackerwood had an opportunity to uh, recover in the end zone. And now his, he lost his footing. And then it went out the back of the end zone. So North Carolina regained possession. So UVA had to get a stop. But, you know, if they if they didn't want us to earn it that way, it would have been a wrap. So, but that's just what it is, man. Um it's going to be a tough task this week because Miami poses a different threat compared to what North Carolina posed. So North Carolina had an offense that was that's very high powered. They can run the football. They ran for over 200 yards versus this Miami defense. And I'm going to talk about this Miami defense and why that 200 yards rushing by North Carolina was crazy because I'm going to let you know their numbers as far as what they do defensively. And then we knew Drake May, you know, Heisman hopeful, uh, one of the top guys as far as like draft picks. And in, in this year's upcoming draft, if he leaves. Uh, so that was going to be a tall task because UVA had a lot of injuries, the defensive line and in the secondary. And, you know, I was wondering, like, how we, how are we going to stop North Carolina? Because it's pick your poison. And it's like, get timely stops. And then I feel like we have a chance to score versus their defense. That was just my theory going into, you go back and check the preview. I, I said that, but, on the flip side with Miami, so I don't know if Van Dyke is playing or not. I know he 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 a little beat up. He got like a lower egg, lower lower leg injury, and um, Brown was it Brown? Oh no, it was Emory Williams that got the start, right? Yeah, I want to say it was who got the start. Was it Brown? Anyway. The back of whoever start because on the on the so on a depth chart because Miami didn't have game notes. No, that's just freshmen that that's in black. That's why I got confused. So I think it was Brown that started last week. But it, regardless, man, depending on who's starting, if Van Dyke isn't the starter, it looks like Miami will try to look to run the football. But their defense is very stout. They got one of the best defenses. In the country, as far as rush defense, they only given they giving up less than eighty one yards a game. Think about that. Going into going into the North Carolina game, nobody ran for over hundred yards versus them as a team. They got back to that versus Clemson. They limited Clemson to like thirty seven, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look at my notes right here. I want to say it was thirty seven yards versus Clemson. Hold on. Give me a second. I want to make sure I'm accurate. 31, my bad. They held, <laughs> and Clemson got Shipley. 
31 yards rushing. Now, now, granted, they sacked their quarterback five times in the, in the sack yards. Sack totals count towards the rush totals. But they held Clemson to 31 yards. 31. And Clemson actually um, fumbled again at the goal. That's been like a theme for Clemson. Against Duke, they fumbled that game away. Um, salute to Miami. They won this game. But I'm just saying, like, Clemson fumbled. Like you right there, like Shipley's right there, and he got the ball got punched out. Uh, and so I'm not taking that victory away from Miami by any means. So I don't want nobody thinking I'm being a player hater. But Miami offensively, you know, without Van Dyke, they just seem like they just wanted to run the football, let their defense continue to play high caliber, uh, play field position. So it, it it's that old adage, right? Like, what are we going to see from Miami? Because statistically, UVA can't stop the run. So Miami feels like, because Miami's balanced. They top three statistically on offense and defense in different categories. So they're, they're like, they're, they're, they're not your know, typical flash in the pan, Miami, you know, with all these athletes. And I mean, they do turn the ball over just like UVA do, but I just want to talk about their defensive front. Because that worries me. What they could do up front with Bain, if y'all look, go look for 44 for Miami. Mr. Hollywood Bain. I mean, Hurricane Bain. I call him Hollywood. Hurricane Bain. I call him Pain. I don't call him Bain. I call him Pain. Man, he like a young Reggie White out there just getting dudes about the club. Get over it. Just get out of here. Ain't no fancy moves. He give you a little one of them, and then boop, bop me on your head. Get up out of here. So I tackles. Y'all, hey, Bowley, Chris, y'all better be ready, man, because Bane coming with the pain. Uh, Restrepo, their lead receiver number seven. I like him. He's in the slot. He averages 85.7 yards a game. He has 600 yards on the year, four touchdowns. Very shifty. That causes me to worry because a lot of times when teams have success in the air versus us, it's in the slot. And their best receiver and most dynamic receiver is in the slot. Matter of fact, if he's not in the slot and they put Smith in the slot, that joker is can flat out fly. So if you see zero on the field, Man, listen, how low that or 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 if he line up on the outside and you the corner, give him all the cushion he need. But then again, they throw him a quick hitch and he'll try to house it from there because he wanted to lead the kick returners as well. He's very dynamic in the kickoff on the kickoff team. So make sure you use your grown man strength back there. You know who I'm talking to. You got grown man strength. Make sure you kick it out. Ganyard. Kick it out the end zone. Use that grown man strength. Don't let zero. Please don't underkick the ball, man. Please don't underkick the ball to zero, bro, and let him come down here and catch that thing. Y'all better get in, stay in your lanes and pray. That joker could fly. But uh, yeah, man, I, I will give. I couldn't give you like a bunch of a roster breakdown because, like I said, they didn't have no game notes at least available. When I was recording this for y'all, but I could still go through Miami's overall stats, the tail of the tape, 
if I could. Hold on, where where is that stat? There we go. All right, man. Here's a statistical matchup between UVA and Miami. They've scored, they've averaged 36 points a game. We've averaged 23.6. Rushing yards as a team, 1,357 yards. That's a hundred. That's 193 yards a game. Matter, matter of fact, just give him 194. It's 193.9. That's 194 yards. A, oh, my God. Yeah, we got to be like real sound at the point of attack. That's a lot of yards a game. One ninety three, not one ninety four. We average one seventeen. That's off back to back two hundred yard rushing games we have versus Wilma Murray and North Carolina. Um, they have twelve rushing touchdowns. We have nine. When it comes to the passing game, they average two eighty eight. We average two forty three. So, like I said, a very balanced team. One ninety four game than two eighty eight. That's another pick your poison. It's another pick your poise. So here's the thing. If Van Dyke isn't the starter, I'm daring the backup to beat me with their arm. But you got to be sound in coverage like we was last week. Now, granted, uh, Drake may miss some throws, but we were getting him off his spot, making him uncomfortable, speeding up his his clock. Uh, but they have capable guys that catch the football. They got big receivers. Like, uh, what's his name? Young? He like six five, big body, big boy. They got an all American safety on defense. Cameron Kitchens. Um, I know he's been banged up, but he came back last game, had a pick. And we saw a lot of him last year. Cause he won't number five last year. I think he wore twenty I forgot what number he wore, but he wore in the twenties, but he was he was he was thumping back there. Oh, yeah, I remember him from last year. Matter of fact, he might have had a pick last year. Or he had a like a late pass breakup in that game. But yeah, that game last year, man, it was it was crazy. UVA had a six uh 63 advantage, and then Miami drove 53 yards over the last five minutes. So last year's game was pretty much trash can juice. Just be honest with you. Will Betteridge. You know, he going back to the crib. He had four uh, made field goals last year. This year game is going to be dynamic, though. And look, you, we don't want to get in the track meet with, with Miami. So here's the key because, I look, this it's, it's just simple. It's just simple. This is how simple this preview is going to be. This ain't going to be long. So check this out. You just came off beating UNC. You high, you up here, right? Everybody recognizing you. You got Des Kitchen, got uh, uh, coordinator of the week, head coach of the of the week for uh, um, Coach Elliott. Got team of the week. Got cheeses. They trying to fatten you up with everybody loving you. You everybody Cinderella. You know you messed up everybody's parlay. All the betting folks. So now. You're going against Miami. Miami had just lost to Georgia Tech. Then UNC beat them pretty handily. Like UNC ran all over them. 
Nobody had ran all had any had any success, but UNC did. And we saw the same back. That same back over had over 100 yards against us last week. Uh, but then they playing Clemson, and they beat Clemson with their backup. Very opportunistic. Whether it was uh, stripping them at the end zone or getting a uh, Tony toe tap interception on an airman throw or sacking their quarterback five times. That's letting you know. They're not just relying on the flash. You know, we know it's the you, but they ain't relying on the flash. They're getting it the old school way. they earning it. they taking it. That was Clemson. Now you got Virginia coming in off this high. So now the question is, with these players and coaches, everybody's been not believing in you, right? You get this win because they, they they seen your ceiling in every game. They seen glimpses of greatness every game. They seen you get leads in every game. And everybody was waiting for you to blow it. And they thought you blew it going into halftime when you allowed UNC to kick a field goal and get the lead. And then you come out in the third quarter in your first possession. You don't score. And then UNC goes down and they score. But you show fight. You show resolve. You had them set up for a field goal in the fourth quarter. And then you end the game with an interception to put the nail in the coffin. So you're celebrating. You're getting all this praise, getting all this pat on the back all week long. Everybody loves you. And you're still a double-digit um, underdog with Miami. I think it's like 18, maybe 16, something like that. So how you, can you do it again? That's the question. Did you sit back and read the press clippings, as Coach Wells would say, all week long? Was you happy? Was you satisfied that you finally got a signature win? Or do you want to go do it again? But this Miami team different than this Carolina team because up front, they nasty. Defensively, up front, they nasty. They can send four and just get home. That's the luxury they have. They'll play man-to-man on the back end. they play some press. they play zone. they combo. So they'll trap you in there. They'll pass things off. So will you run some dagger? Will you run some uh, mirror outs to kind of will you, will you use, utilize pre-snap motion again to dictate what the defense is going to be, see where, if they're shifting? You got to still stay with that, Des. You got to do a lot of window shopping before the ball. Make see see what the checks is. Help your players understand what calls they're making. Pick up on the calls. We ain't Michigan. We ain't stealing signs. But if you making calls, we listening. You know they're gonna. Their objective is to stop four. And one of their best players on the field is in the box where four is going to be at. And they feel like their corners can play play press and run with our receivers. They feel like they can win at the line of scrimmage. But again, they have a luxury of only having to drop, I mean, send four. When you see 44, every snap, Tony Musket, find 44. Where is he at? Understand, I got to know where 44 is at. If I'm a back, in the backfield, where is 44? I got to make sure I know where he at. Don't take it for granted. Bring your hind parts with you. 
when it come to contact stopping Mr. Bain. He ain't the only one. They got more players back there. But, uh, you know, uh, 51, their linebacker, 34 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, two sacks and an interception. He's stout. He'll come down here and thump you. Francisco, he'll, he'll come down and thump you. They tackle, they hit, they going to talk. But, again, you're on the road. You got to score early and often to see if you can take away the momentum of the home field advantage. If Van Dyke is playing, you better believe he's looking for seven. It just is what it is. If Van Dyke is playing, Restrepo is definitely getting the rock. It's like Tom Brady and Wells Walker. Seven is getting the rock if Van Dyke is playing. That's a fact. If nine is taking a snap, check with seven at. He, he going to him, buddy. <laughs> and that little joker, gets he can play. And he in the slot too, so that means he going to be on, it's either going to be Tay or it's going to be Jonas Sanker. I'm telling y'all, bro, he nice. Tackle. Take away explosive plays. We get in the red zone, they throwing it up to Young. Jump ball. All that fails, if you checking four, you better make sure you got control of that inside hip so you can look and lean because they're going to throw it up to him. Just because you even don't mean they ain't going to throw it to Young. And he go get the ball. He's 6'5". He every bit of 6'5". Ain't going to be nothing too fancy. Just going to throw it up there and go get it. Uh, as far as their running backs, 21 Paris leads them. Um, in rushing yards, he has one less carry than Cheney. He has 72 carries. He um, averages 6.3 yards per rush, has four touchdowns, averages 75 rushing yards a game. Then Cheney averages 56 a game. He averages 5.1 yards per rush, has 375 rushes. And then Allen has 47 rushes for 215 yards, 4.6 yards per rush, three touchdowns, averaging 35. And then they also put Smith at running back last game because he had a long run and he fumbled and then they recovered it, but he was hitting feet. So you'll see him at receiver. You can see him in the backfield. He definitely returned kicks. So I hope we do kick off to him a lot. That means we score. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hopefully we got a lot, a lot of opportunities to kick it out the end zone because that means we score, but I don't want him to catch it short and show that dynamic speed he got. But yo, this is this is a this is a legit team. I mean, more than a legit team. This is a very good football team. Very good football team. I know last year's game was very ugly. Um and if you can make it ugly, if you can slow the game cuz in order to make it ugly and slow the game down, you got to be able to what? Run the football. And that's one thing they daring you to try to do. I dare you, because they're going to play some press on the outside. They dare you, dare you to run. 81 yards? So North Carolina run for, what, close to 200 yards? I don't know how, I know they ran for a lot. They ran over 100. Nobody had ran over 100. I think North Carolina got close to two. As a matter of fact, North Carolina probably, I think they did run for 200 I'm looking at my notes from last week. I think they did run for 200. 
as a team. And they bounce back versus Clemson versus Shipley, who's a very good running back in his own right. And you limit them to 31 yards as a team? The second play of the game, they were hitting. They tried to give it to Shipley. It was a two-yard look. Like, they took it upon themselves to say, no, sir, we ain't like, nah. Don't get it twisted. You ain't North Carolina. So just think, if you're looking at Virginia's last two games, they ran for over 200 yards as a team both games. Matter of fact, the Hurricanes have allowed 79.6 rushing yards per game this season. So, I'm going to correct myself because I just looked at more notes. And the reason why UVA has been successful because they've been able to play complementary football. Not that they balance that it's this many pass plays and this many run plays. Complementary means, hey, we can do either or and you don't know what's coming. When people think of balance, they usually look at play totals. Just like my my recap, I was like, no, we won't balance I just felt like we just ran in that Carolina. I really did. I mean, we had we we had like the 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 fourth down pass play to Sackett Wood that was short to end up being a long than the wheel route to Sackett Wood. But other than that, we didn't really push the ball up the field. We controlled the line of scrimmage by running the football, dominating time of possession. And then Miami's one of the better teams at time of possession as well. How come? Because they averaged 194 yards rushing the game. So they could play keep away as well. So think about this. Miami can run the football. They can also pass the football. They can score. Then what they do is they make you one-dimensional. Because they tell you, you ain't running the ball. Now you got to come see me and throw the ball. And when you throw the ball, they give us more opportunities to unleash Mr. Bane on you. Who's looking for Batman. I was born in the dark. What Bane say to uh, Batman? You know what he said. So here's my keys to victory, man. Continue to play complimentary football. Hat on hat, you got to win the line of scrimmage consistently. If you're going to pass the football, move. Meaning, do not allow your quarterback to be in the same spot. Whether it's rollouts, sprint outs, Continue to use RPO looks. Continue to use pre-snap motions. If you're a lineman and you're pulling, don't pass up the opposite jersey no matter what. Backs, be patient. Utilize your vision. Get north and south. Tony Musket is the key in my opinion. Again, if Tony Musket is being aggressive and getting north and south, putting his foot in the ground and going upfield, which he did in the second half versus Carolina, this offense becomes that much more dynamic because linebackers now have to pay attention and then those middle dig area windows are open. Now that opens up everything for Malik Washington, for Malachi Fields, for Sackett Wood, for Grant, you know, our tight ends. And then like a Dakota Twitty or a JR or a Jaden Gibson. Like, it's going to take Another third receiver that people usually don't talk about. We know Malachi, we know Malik. 
Who's going to be that third guy this week? Last week, it was Sackett. The backs did a good job of running the football, whether it was Mike, whether it was Paris, even Kobe. But then you had that equalizer in Tony Musket. But Dez has to continue to keep defenses off balance, allow his offensive line to, to get ingrained in what they want to do in the game. Don't continue to sit Musket back there as a sitting duck. Let him move around. But I, I did like how we use the, the cross block action and the RPOs and uh, the little Zen motions. That's dope because that's causing the defensive eyes to have to relocate and look versus just being downhill on the quarterback. And if you're utilizing motion with Malik and they're playing man, somebody's trailing. So we use a little flip pass to him, boom, that DB's trailing. And if you fake it to him, you may open up a window that they're vacating. Play action can definitely be key, but with play action, you need protection. Play action is all fine and well, but if you can't protect, and if you can't run, the play the play action is mute. Is mute, is mute. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's non-existent. Defensively, Coach Rudd continue to run the games that you've been running uh, you ran last game. I, I really think uh, the juggernaut, Jameer Carter, and Fumui did a phenomenal job with just their get-off, playing with their hands, being active, not settling, uh, Ben Smiley. And then I told you guys, Chico Ben looked like Chico from last year, like he was fully healthy. His motor was exceptional, exceptional. Akira, we saw what he did to get the Drake May late in the game. But those guys played really well together. They were very sound. They understood they run fits. They trust that their brother would be there. Cam Robinson is phenomenal as a young back uh, linebacker. Uh, James Johnson, those are two athletic beings playing linebacker. That's like that's like old school, man. That's like getting back to like the Omar Brooks and them or the Wally Rainers and the Skeets and the, and the Potsies and the Sharpers. Like, ooh, that give me goosebumps seeing those type of backers back there just athletic and running around. Just You just an athlete and you can tackle in space and then I can headbutt you if it's legal. Corners be very sound. Corners. Westfall, King, let me tell you something. Make sure you don't get beat deep. Keep everything in front of you. Okay? Make them impatient. They, they complete something in front of you, make the tackle. Make them line up again. Make, some, make them execute again. What you never want to do versus Miami is give up an explosive play because it turns into a hurricane down there. It starts to rain a lot. And they start dancing and putting on gold necklaces and gold teeth and rings and stuff. And they fill it themselves and they get that swagger going. And then Trick Daddy and Rick Ross and all their music start playing and you're done. It's going to be 85 degrees down there. And why it's been 40 degrees in the morning here in Salisville. So they're going to try to turn the heat up on you. Stay back. Don't look back. If you if you're not even with them, don't look back. Tackle them, make them line up again. All seriousness, I'm telling y'all. If Van Dyke start find seven, he going two seven, and he's a good route runner. That little, little buddy could go. I like him. That's a lot of keys, but we like a janitor. We need all the keys to open every and lock every door. 
So that's all I got for y'all, man. Wahoos, you got another tough task. But now you have to learn how to play with expectations. Now people expect you to have the same showing you have versus Carolina to prove to them that it was not a fluke because they saw a glimpse and then they saw whole or they saw whole, like they they saw the 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 sweet preview games before and then when they saw the movie it was eh. Now you gave them a great preview and then a really good movie and now. It's the sequel. They want to see it again. No, they actually want to go back and watch the same movie. We ain't talk about it because a lot of sequels, unless it's Rockies, ain't really good, you know, or Bad Boys with Martin and, and, and Will Smith. But you get what I'm saying. So now, can you learn to win with expectations attached to you? This is going to be the test because this is a really good team. Both of y'all went into in the ACC. I know the records are flipped. They five and two and you two and five. But in your league play, you're both one and two. And you beat a team that beat them. Aha. So in theory, to all the folks who love to use that, in theory, UVA should beat Miami right. Wrong. It don't work like that. It's the reason you play the game. Hello. But with that being said, man, that's all I got for y'all for the preview, man. Make sure you go to Believe Network. Share the podcast. Also, you could go to um, Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave some stars, go to Spotify, tell me what you think of the episode. I'll make sure I publish that. Go to AmarHawkins.com if you want to look at any of my content. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Ball Hawk Show Podcast 2.0. And uh, follow me on the X app, man, at I Am Ball Hawk. And it's Amar Hawkins on Facebook. Until next time, man, good as the enemy of great. Be great in everything that that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do, man. We out of here. Wahoo, wahoo. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.